Yo, it's Friday, October 14th. We're looking at new rises in auto and sports, Sony and Honda, Hyundai, Pickleball, and that's Jeff for Villa. There it is. Even Jeff's, he's getting in on the jams. <laughs> He said, he said when when the automotive troublemaker comes on, that's it. That's all you get of me. I dance then. Jeff, how are you this morning, sir? Oh, I'm doing well. It's Friday. It's Friday. What else could I say? This is it. I'm going home after this. I'm we'll call it half day You're like, this will be enough work for one day. We'll get done with the pod. It's already cutting into my nap time. <laughs> so if you don't know, Jeff Ravilla is the digital marketing director, right? I got that title right with yeah, Smail yeah. Auto Group. 12 and... years of Tuesday. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. 12 years. That's impressive. Yeah. That's that's impressive for most in the automotive industry. I will say that. Uh, ben has Jeff is bouncing. Ben loves getting, uh, he gets excited about the bounce um jeff if the people don't know you know one of at least my my personal claim to your fame is that uh is that you have you've done this crazy thing by monetizing uh the group's youtube channels and i, I just think that like just for the people out there to know like think outside the box because you were able to do that over the last what six seven years and and to be able to to get a youtube account to that level is is really thinking outside the box so yeah yeah it took some time and then youtube made an announcement last year that no matter what they're going to run ads on your channel whether you were monetized or not and i'm right. like well wait a second uh you know we get maybe five hundred thousand six hundred thousand views a month across all of our our channels we have 10 channels 10 franchises and uh, you know, I know that 90% of my views aren't in my backyard. They're globally, yep. which is fine because I'm looking for that local hyper local, like who's the best Honda dealer locally. I'm going to win that search. So my theory was, Hey, if Google's going to cash in on this, I'm going to take half of it. I'm not going to let them get all of it. I'll take half of the revenue share. And, you know, we've been in investing in equipment. We, I took my team to a conference and, uh, you know, just this past week in Cleveland, we had a great time. And, we're reinvesting the stuff that Google's paying us to make these videos for YouTube now. So uh, we're going to use the money. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, here's the thing. The reason I started with that is because I think that the theme of today is is auto dealers looking for new places for both revenue streams and advertising dollars. Um, and so as we get into the stories today, I, I just want you to, to, to know, like, if... Jeff Ravilla and the Smell Auto Group can monetize their YouTube. You can probably uh, find some new ways to figure out how to have your business monetized and your business uh, dive into the community. So uh, what do you say when to get into it? So just a couple months after announcing their new partner company, so Sony and Honda, which they announced Sony Honda Mobility just a couple months ago, announced a plant to be built in North America and all the people said, amen. Citing tax incentives both on the seller and purchaser side, the partnership in North America is the logical starting point uh, for um, for production and sales. So uh, it looks like 2026 is the first time that they're going to have dealerships. Uh, there's yet to be conversation on how sales or aftermarket purchases or anything like service are going to be had. And and actually in the Auto Genius community yesterday, it was kind of raised this question, Jeff, like, I haven't seen much mention of the dealer network in this in this communication, right? Yes, nothing. Nothing's mentioned right now at that point. And so, you know, so a little conspiracy start to bubble up and we start talking about little things and bouncing ideas and all just speculation, you know, uh, you know, how could this play out long term? So 
Uh, you got to get in the autogenous group if you're not there. There you go. Well, so it's interesting because this is the first time that we've seen an auto manufacturer start, you know, they the Honda being from Japan, they are actually starting manufacturing in the U.S. And the first, Im the first imports to Japan are going to be exports from North America. Um, and so it, it's interesting because we've seen kind of like these partnerships popping up uh, about, um, you know, tech partners and, and OEMs learning from tech. Um, Mizuno said at the to Tokyo brief briefing, one of uh, the, the Japanese companies, Honda's uh, major executives, he said, we'd like to turn, we'd like to form this company as a whole new automaker, completely different from anything else. Our goal is to not become an ordinary car manufacturer, but to become a new mobility tech company centered on software technology. Now, Jeff, I got a question. Like from your perspective, do you see automakers being able to make the jump like realistically to not just being auto companies, but actually being tech companies? I know I'm practical. I want my car to go from point A to point B. I don't care so much about it. Whoa, look at Whoa. Was it flashing on you? Right. Yeah. Uh, so I, the technology, let's be honest, automotive tech from automotive manufacturers isn't spectacular. Right. I'm always going to get a better experience from a Google, uh, from my Apple iPhone, from Google Maps. The experience is better. I want somebody who can give me the experience I need in my car. Tech companies can do that exponentially better than automotive companies can. And there's a 20 year track record of, you know, stuff that's in cars right now from, from the auto dealers or from the auto makers. So I want that technology to do, and I want, I want to see the, the Fords and everybody, they, they, they're introducing Apple, uh, Android auto, Apple CarPlay, which makes the car experience better because we're infusing the tech into the car. Do you That's think do you think that with the partnership with Sony that there's an opportunity to do something similar? Like do you think Sony can have enough say in the way the technology works because you know Sony's PlayStation, Sony thinks in user experience. Do you think that relationship allows that or do you think the like a Honda or or any other manufacturer is going to continue to kind of not push the boundaries because of the 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 need to R&D around the actual vehicle technology? I think it lets Honda take that in-car experience next level in a way the Honda isn't going to be able to do. Yeah, uh, that partnership could be you know pretty spectacular internal you know ride experience. Yep, absolutely. I think the other piece of this is like, hey, if you're a dealer and you're a Honda dealer, it's a great conversation to start having with your local, your district, your regional, the national reps on like how can we play a part in this, you know? And I think that that's the better, instead of coming at it on like, ah, oh, you're not mentioning dealers. It's like, how do we play a part in this? How do we, how do we, uh, how do we get involved and, and how do we strike, you know, a partnership with the dealer network with this new OEM that they're creating um, to create benefit for consumers? Well, speaking of partnerships. Segway. Time. Looks like. Hyundai is really pushing into the air taxi conversation. Uh, they've got a new co collaboration with Honeywell, which Honeywell is one of the largest manufacturers of, uh, of technology in the aer aerospace technology space. Aerospace technology space. That was a lot of spaces. Um, but uh, it looks like under the collaboration, Honeywell will work with Supernal, which is Hyundai's US-based EV 
call form, um, which is a whole long acronym, uh, to explore integration of the aerospace supplier's Anthem flight deck into the air taxis, which are slated to enter commercial service in 2028. Meaning, Jeff, flying around your city could be little air taxis hovering up, flying around, figuring out how to get people from place to place. Um, man, I... I, it's tough for me to see a future like that, but I mean that's only that's only like what six years away. We're talking that that they're slating to to see these partnerships come to fruition, and like the models. I think we just threw a photo up. You know the models of these air taxis, like they're they're big things. Like, I wouldn't want to be caught flying one of those guys. You know, I think about how long did it take air travel with planes to become safe. You know, it was right. like commercially, it was probably like a 20, 30 year window before. You really felt pretty safe getting on a plane. I might not do this in my lifetime. I'll be honest with you. Right. <laughs> you know, six years from now, I'm not going to be the first guy going up in the in the the taxi copter. No, there's no way. Well, and I mean, obviously, like there's there's a a long time history now of helicopters and planes and things like that. But like low to ground, like how do we get pilots? You know, the the FAA, the um, the the U.S. organization around uh, some of the laws and and considerations for air tra- aircraft certification are still looking at like how do we talk about where these can take off, where they can land, where can they go, how do they how do we air traffic control this? Because like, so I think you know Colby Joiner. Colby is Colby used to be an air traffic controller. He's like that's one of the most stressful jobs on the planet, right? Add a whole nother complexity of like low to ground, you know, air traffic, um, but still encouraging that that you know an, an OEM is is trying to find their way in this, and and it's interesting that like OEMs are trying to find these new revenue streams, these new ways to to exert transportation, and um, I think for. You know, I've, we're, I'm a good friend with Liza Borchis, who you may have met at Sodocon, but she's like, we just want to solve the transportation needs of consumers, right? And so I think dealers, like, how do we solve transportation needs is just the question that we need to be asking. Um, you know, not many more thoughts on that. I'm like, I'm not getting a dang plane with a guy in downtown. It's dangerous. If, like, you get dropped off in the middle of the street, there's... There's a lot of open blades on the corner. There's just blades everywhere. People's people's hats flying off everywhere. Every Asodu family member is like, my hat, right? Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, we've got one more story today, and this is one that I'm I'm pretty excited about, and I swear we'll get to a point, we'll get to a tie down here for automotive. Uh, but and Jeff's really excited about this too. But we're talking pickleball jeff can you can you just real quick before we get into the story can you explain to the people a little bit about what pickleball is and this new kind of like growing community sport in in the u.s ecosystem yeah as a kid if you ever played ping pong and you ever played just a just a dabble of tennis or maybe racquetball you will fall in love with pickleball it's almost like being shrunk down in the movie honey i shrunk the kid and you're <laughs> literally playing on the smaller court it's like you're playing on top of the table of a ping pong table and it is fast paced you're playing with like um uh, some people have graphite paddles and almost like a wiffle ball and right. you're just smacking this ball it has a great pop sound to it and they gotta stay out of the kitchen we'll, we'll talk about that maybe a little bit there but you, uh, you don't go in the kitchen but it's so fast paced and it's all reaction time and it's it's a lot of fun. I got, you know, people goofed on, you know, the, the way the sport grew over the pandemic, but 
uh, I'm part of that, and it's amazing. It's a great sport. Well, yeah, you know, you said you said the the whole like the way it pops when it comes yeah. off the racket. It is kind of this like ridiculously satisfying sound, you know, like the way that a racket hits a hits a tennis ball is kind of like whack, but this is yeah. definitely more of a pop, and it is. Yeah. It's like a, that satisfying type of so, tonal yeah. sound. Yeah, it's pretty incredible the way that uh, just that sound. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, a lot more people love it because just recently, Tom Brady and Kim Kleister. So Kim Kleister's was former uh, world number one in tennis have partnered to purchase a 2023 expansion team in the what's called the MLP, so Major, major League Pickleball. Uh, also, Sam Query, who was a former world number 11 at two-time Wimbledon, so on the tennis side, semifinalist, announced that he was going to step away from the ATP, which is the which is the Tennis Professionals Tour, and he was going to move into Major League Pickleball. So he's taking pickleball as like a professional career at this point. Um, and even other t- team owners in Major League Pro- uh, pickleball are people like LeBron James, Draymond Green, Drew Brees, Kevin Love. Like this is that's that's absolutely insane that some of you know this like community sport that probably started at um, you know a retirement home uh, as kind of like the first place that it that it happened is now taking the world by storm in this like new craze around pickleball. We're seeing pickleball. The courts pop up all over the place. You know, it only it like you can fit three pickleball courts on a basketball court, so the space is is super is super easy to happen. Um, and like you said yourself, you're kind of in this new. You know, the pandemic kind of created a craze around pickleball. Um, but menu auto auto has not been left out at this point, Jeff. This is crazy. Recently, Carvana became the title sponsor for the PPA, the Professional Pickleball Association, which is kind of like the organizing association around both amateur and professional events. Um, And here's the statement from Carvana. At Carvana, we believe that driving happiness can extend beyond buying, selling, and trading in cars. Our promise is to create joyful experiences for our customers at every turn. So this year, we're partnering with the Professional Pickleball Association to serve up smiles with the fastest growing community sport in America, said Ryan Keaton, Keaton, Carvana co-founder and chief brand officer. In the same spirit as making vehicle ownership straightforward and accessible to everyone, we're helping make pickleball one of the most accessible sports in America by championing players of all levels all season long with the sports premier professional league they're getting in they're getting in early jeff like that's an early market move in my opinion you know yeah i've seen a couple because there's live stream tournaments on youtube all the time and i've seen like nissan and mitsubishi in there um maybe i'm not so much mitsubishi anymore but uh mitsubishi electric probably was probably what i saw but uh there are oems you know pouring money into that space just like major league soccer or baseball or football yep. uh the audience is there and you, you'll see there's like all the, when there's a tournament in vegas or california it's like these little mini wimbledons they put up stands and bleachers and they're surrounded with people and it's it's a whole like it's like a like a carnival almost it's, there's yeah. music and there's stuff going on in the background it's it's pretty impressive what, yeah what and i think people could see this as like you know still like espn the ocho kind of the funny sports are out there but this is actually past that it's not just like spike ball like this is becoming a real thing like large entrants are getting into it but here's the interesting thing for me jeff is 
is anytime you have one of these new things like last year with NIL coming out where uh, college students can now use name, image, and likeness to monetize, you know, and, and create revenue streams for themselves. And the early dealers that got in got the, got the best value for the money spent. In my opinion, like especially in the local community on these up and coming minor, you know, minor leagues or little, you know, local associations, this is a great place for a dealer to connect themselves to fun, connect themselves to community. Like the pickleball community is actually pretty tight right now. It's kind of like, oh, you do. Yeah, we both do pickleball. This is a thing. It's not it's not so much like the the, the football community. Um, yeah, and I'm questioning my whole marketing strategy now. We're in Western Pennsylvania. It's an old population. I should be uh, I should be popping up pickleball courts all over the place uh, sponsored by Smell Auto Group. There you go. Hey, and look, you've got that leverage. You're like, I want to be the local. I want to be the local authority for all of the the types of vehicles that these people could want. And there's a, a wide swath of um, amazing people that could purchase um, and and get into the ecosystem. And so, if you're kind of the early mover on a local business, like we're seeing these global businesses, these national businesses press in. But if you're the early mover on, on a local business, you're going to get an over. Uh, a, a higher level of attention than anyone else. Well, hey, look, Jeff, it's been so fun. Thanks for joining us this morning. For those that are out there kind of looking for new ways, looking for places to, to jump in and find new monetization opportunities, keep your eyes up. They're everywhere.